seen have faith in God. We find in the verses we read earlier in your hearing, the word of God tells us and shares with us the importance of faith in God. In Hebrews, the 11th chapter, beginning with verse 1, now believe or faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things that were, which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he also obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before he was translated, he had a testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that pleases or comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that do and diligently seek him. So let us pray. Father, we are grateful today for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for this hour and for this moment. We thank you for these that have assembled themselves in the house of worship to give you praise and glory and to hear your holy and righteous word. We ask now to open our ears to hear, our hearts to receive the engrafted word of God. We bless you and praise you. We glorify you and magnify you these things. We decree and declare as by faith in Christ Yeshua's mighty name. Let all of God's people say Amen. God bless you this morning. So from this theme, what is faith? What is faith? When we talk about the word faith, why is faith important to the body of Christ? Faith is to be sure or being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Let me read that again. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So faith is not just based upon us, but it is based upon God himself. Where does faith come from? We hear this all the time. People think that they think it up, they comprehend it, and, and faith belongs unto them. But faith comes from God himself himself. Romans tells us in the 10th chapter in the 17th verse, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it is the word of God that instills in us and allows us to develop and grow in faith. The more the word of God we hear, the more faith we have and the stronger we become in our faith and assurance in God as our Lord and Savior. Without faith, we are most miserable. A lot of times people wonder why the world is in the condition that it is. Why people do the murdering and the killing and all of the stealing and robbery. Yesterday in Texas, someone went into one of the uh, malls and shot several people, uh, seven of whom died. Yesterday, mass shooting in Texas. It took out seven people, maybe more. But when I saw the news like last night, it was seven that had perished in this killing. What causes people to do such things, it's because they have not heard the word of faith. 
and turn their lives over to Christ, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior. And because they haven't done that and they haven't heard the word, because it is the word that instilled, instilled in our heart that changes and transforms our lives. So without the word of faith, it is impossible for the world system to turn to God. Mothers weeping this morning for the loss of their sons and their daughters. Parents weeping this morning for the loss of their children. Children weeping this morning for the loss of loved ones. They simply went to the mall to make a purchase or to do some shopping. Because sin is so rapid and there is no faith in our society. And our children, as young as they are, have not heard the gospel. They go out, they murder, they kill, they steal, they have rampage every single way. And life is not important to them. And many of them will tell you, especially those that are in games, that I don't think I'm going to live to get old anyway. But that is no reason to take the lives of innocent people because you're having a bad experience or a bad day or something's going on inside of you that you need to seek professional help or seek God in the first place to help you to overcome. Faith is imperative to the body of Christ because faith is what we need in order to move forward in the things of life and the things of God. Without faith, the word says, and what is the word? The word is the logos, is the Greek there. It is the ultimate form of God. It is the inspired message of God. It is God-breathed and is sent to us through the power and the presence of God the Holy Spirit. And because he sends his word... His word is what feeds our soul and keep us alive and well. Without the word of God, we can do nothing. Many people depend upon their own lives, their own selves, and end up in trouble with God because they have no faith. They have no trust in God. I remember uh, years ago, uh, Bishop T.R. Rice, Apostle Rice, wrote the song, Have Faith in God. God still works miracles. God still heals. God still delivers. Have faith in God. And he would say, have faith, have faith, have faith in God. It's a very, very powerful song that's still true to this day. If you put your faith in God, God will deliver you. The song says he will deliver you. He will set you free. But you have got to put your faith and trust in God. What's keeping you from trusting God today? What's keeping you from believing that God will answer your every need, your every desire? But you've got to give it to him. The word of God says, now faith, not yesterday, not tomorrow, this very moment. Faith is present right now. Whenever you ask it, God hears you. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See, the elders obtain a good report by their faith. They believed God. They trusted God. Some of them didn't even live to see it manifest, but they had faith to believe it, had faith to receive it. I, I can drive down the road and go around many curves. I have no idea what I may confront in the process. But I have faith in the God that watches over me that he will carry me safe.
safely down the highway and bring me back without any hurt, harm, or danger. That's faith in God. We have to have faith. You have to put your faith in something. I hope it's in God. I hope it's in Christ, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior. Faith is imperative to the body of Christ. We can't grow spiritually without having the word of God ministered to us from the pulpit every single Sunday. Uh, every single week we must listen to the word of God. We must read the word of God for it is food for our soul. And it is what strengthens, encourage, inspire, and uplift our hearts. It is faith in God's word. The word is faith itself. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So if your faith is not in God, you're going to be in trouble because God is the word. The word is God. The word is the savior. Christ himself is what? The living word, the living son of God. God wrapped himself in swaddling clothes and became the son, but he was still God. He wasn't no different special type of person. He was God wrapped in human form. Came down through 42 generations in the form of a human and gave us a man to identify with him. So that we can go to him in all of our sorrows, degradations, tragedies, and mishaps in life. And seek him for deliverance and seek him for victory. John tells us in the 16th chapter in the 13th verse. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come he shall guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he heareth that he speaketh, and he will show you things to come. That's faith. You want faith? The Holy Spirit has to show you. You know how back on God told him, write the vision and make it plain. So you, you've got to have your vision through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. You may ask God for something. You may not see it now. But you keep asking. You keep trusting. You keep relying upon him. You know it's truly without any hesitation, reservation in your life, in your heart, that God is going to perform and do the very thing that you ask for. Faith is not about getting things. Faith is about who gives the things. Let me say that again. Faith is not about getting things. It is about he who gives the thing. See, your faith must be in God regardless of what you ask him for. If he answers you, my faith is still in him. If he don't answer you, my faith is still in him. If he answers me, the same thing. David said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. My faith insurance is in God. He will never forsake you. He will never leave you. He will never let you down. That's what got Cain in trouble with God because his brother bought an offering of the first fruits and the first of his cattle and calf to, before God and presented it and God accepted it. Cain got mad. He bought some stuff too. He bought the little fruit. Abel bought the calf. He bought the fruit. And God told Cain, why are you mad? I'll accept what you bring. Just go and get me what you got. You didn't bring your best. You brought what you had left. And that's how people are in the body of Christ. They want to give God the leftovers. They want to go out and spend all their money on things. And then they want to bring God the crumbs. 
and expect God to bless the crumbs. God ain't going to bless no crumbs. Go ask the rich man. He throwed them crumbs down on the floor for the poor man to eat. God got angry about that thing because he had plenty. And some of us walking around with plenty and won't give God a nickel or a dime. Want to bring God the change. But when tragedy strikes, here you come calling on God. When something happens in your family, here you come looking to God. Well, where were you before? See, 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 your faith allows you to realize that you have to have God at all times, not just in the time of need. Faith tells me that I must wake up in the morning giving him praise, giving him glory, exalting, uplifting, magnifying, edifying, and glorifying his holy and righteous name. Faith tells me I must seek him first, call upon him, and look to him in all things at all times. That's what faith tells me. That's what my faith tells me. You need God. Some people put their faith and trust in the company they work for. Let me tell you something. You just an employee. Because when the time comes and you do the wrong thing, you out the door. See, but in your faith and trust in God, God will cover you in that business. God will bless the business because you in there. You walk up in the business and the business is blessed. You leave the business sometime and the door is closed. Why? Because the favor of God is on your life, not the business. If the man know the Lord, then that's a plus for him. But many of them don't know him. Many of them are rich. Many of them are what? Trusting in their wealth. Trusting in their riches. Trusting in what they have. But don't forget about the man of God. Old Job. Job thought he had it made. Job thought it was all over and done with. But God, because Job felt like he didn't or he didn't have to be touched or he shouldn't or didn't deserve to be touched, God took everything he had. Took all of his children, all of his cattle, took everything from him in one day. But but Job, like most people, they would have said something about it. They would have murmured. They would have complained. They would have ridiculed. They would have said, Lord, why me? Why not you? Who are you to question God? Everything God gave us, he gave us for his glory. And when he decides to make a move and take it from us, we say, the Lord giveth what? And the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We can't ask God why. We're not big enough to ask God why. We're not God. Say, Father, have mercy upon me and help me. Job said, the Lord give up, the Lord take us away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job lost all of his children in one day. And he said, the Lord give up, the Lord take us away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. His wife said, man, you ought to cuss God and die. Job said, no, 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 lady, you woman, you speak as a foolish woman. I got to bless the Lord. But see, when you rejoice and give him praise and have faith in him, guess what he does? He'll give you double what the devil has taken from you. Double for your trouble. Double because the enemy is coming, stolen, and taking it away from him. God will still bless you and give you more. But you've got to have your faith and trust in God and realize. Lord, you loaned it to me for a little while, but you decided to take it back. <laughs> and I give you praise for the time I had I give you praise for the blessings that brought upon my life. I can say, the Lord give up, the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
We must put total faith and trust, belief, confidence, and devotion and assurance in God. No matter what the outcome may be, we must still trust Him. It's not in what we seek or what we believe God for, but what God, who God is, and what He does for us. In our lives, not physical, not material, but spiritual. What is God doing for you spiritually? Are you growing spiritually? Or are you having the same results every day? Going through the same process every day? Having the same problems every day? The devil will let you go back through it over and over and over. Oh, you don't learn the lesson. You got to keep going through. You got to keep going through. You got to keep going through. You got to keep, you got to be keep the process continuing. Education continues. See, this is just a process. We're not, we're not at home. We're just passing through. But we've got to develop and grow and get ready for what we are going to receive when we actually get home. Word of God tells us and shares with us, you can't receive Christ our Lord and Savior himself without faith in God. Romans 10 and 9 says that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua. And believe in thine heart that God raised him. Believe in thine heart. Have faith in thine heart. Have trust in thine heart. Have assurance in thine heart. Have hope in thine heart. Have devotion in thine heart. That God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. But you've got to have faith to get there. You can't even receive the gospel without faith. The Bible says you need a preacher to bring the gospel to you. And the Holy Spirit will convict you once the message comes forward. We are God's mouthpiece. That's why God says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And the preacher said one time, who are you to judge God's servant? Who gave you authority to speak and put your mouth on a man or a woman of God? Watch yourself because you're going to end up in a big mess and God ain't going to be there to help you either because you got yourself in that one. Faith has benefits. Yes, yes. The word has benefits. Let's look at the rest of these. Verse number five says in eleventh chapter of Hebrews, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He was so holy and righteous, and he was he was God. He pleased God so much that God just translated him. He never died. God just took him. Elijah the same way. God just took him. Crushed the same way. He just walked up into the sky and went on into eternity. They were so holy and righteous and pure before the Father, he just took them spirit, soul, and body back into the glories of his kingdom. What type of life are we living? That our faith and trust, what is it in? Where is it? Are, are we trusting God who do things in our lives? Are we trusting the process and the things? We must trust God. We must keep our faith in him. Look at verse number six. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible to please God. If you don't, how are you going to please somebody if you don't trust them? A woman's married to her husband, but she got to have trust in him in order to do things to keep him happy. Vice versa. Goes both ways. God says, you are my child. You are my son. Your faith must be in me. If you put anything above God, it's an idol. You stayed home today to clean the house, you've got an idol. You better get rid of it because God will take the house. 
Stay home today to clean that car. You better get rid of it. You better put God first. He'll take it. Put those children before God if you want to. You better put God before them because God will take them. God must be first. And then he said, seek ye first the kingdom. God first. He said, love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and thy strength, and your neighbor as yourself. And then he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Are you reaching out to the community where there is poor? Are you reaching out to help those in need? Are you taking the gospel forth so the world can hear it? That's kingdom work. That's the kingdom of God. Anything related to the work of the kingdom, anything related to winning souls, anything related to helping somebody is the kingdom work of God. Somebody thinks the kingdom, some people think the kingdom is going up into the glories and hanging around. Them. No, 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 that ain't what God told you. That's worship and fellowship and intimacy. There's a total difference in what God is talking about when he says seek the kingdom. Help somebody along the way. Let them tell somebody about the Savior. And if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That's doing the work of the kingdom. What are the benefits of the kingdom of God? How can we receive God's blessings? Because we have our faith in him. He said, know him, number one. You got to know him. If you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior, you're going to be most miserable and in the most trouble. He knows better than you do whatever you're going through. Christ knows better than you do. He can fix whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through. Stop running, telling your troubles and your problems to everybody in the neighborhood. Stop calling all those no, uh, nosy friends of yours, telling them all your personal business. They ain't even praying for you. They just hang up the phone and call somebody else and go, let me tell you what told me. Ain't studying about praying for you. Hope it get worse. But if you go to God, he gonna answer it for you and you ain't gonna have to worry about what you told so-and-so. Give it to God and let him handle it. He knows you, he created you, he made you, and he know what it takes to mend whatever's going on in your life. So give it to him and let him handle it. Secondly, with God, all things are possible. What is it that's worrying you? What is it that's troubling you? Why can't you just trust him regardless of what you see? Just speak life to your situation. God will put you in a precarious issue situation to see how you're going to respond. To see if you're going to keep trusting him or you're going to put your faith in somebody else. Sister Stubbs said, I have faith that the day is going to come when I'm going to get up, I'm going to walk, I'm going to be able to come back to the house of God. And there she sits. Amen. Laid in the hospital for three months, but God delivered her and healed her body. Brought her back to the house of God. Her faith is in God. Nobody can ever make that woman deny God. Because she knows from experience, sometimes we have issues in life and problems in life, but we have to know the impossibilities that all things are possible if we just believe. What, what did the writer tell us in Mark? 
whatsoever things you desire when you pray, just believe. Just have faith. God ain't telling you to do nothing hard. He said, just believe and I will do the rest. I will answer. But Paul back there been seeking God and asking God and trusting God to work a miracle in his situation and God did it. By faith. Trusting him and relying upon him and depending upon him. Thomas, same thing. God answers prayer. The problem God won't answer you is because you're praying to the wrong God. Your faith is not in the God of the Hebrews. The God of Isaac, Jacob, Abraham. The God that answers by fire. The God that answers through the storm. The God that answers to a small whisper is the God that you need to have your faith and trust in. All things are possible to him that believe and put his faith and trust in God. The writer tells us without faith, it is impossible to please him. We must put total trust, confidence, belief, and assurance in God. No matter what it looks like, just keep trusting God. No matter what the enemy is whispering in your ear, keep trusting God. No matter how much the devil try to fool you into thinking there is no way out, keep trusting God. Keep praying to God and ignoring that other voice. Just to rebuke it, you are lying, devil, I rebuke you. Why? Because God's already given you the answer. God answers prayer when you ask him. It's just he allowed you to wait and go through the process to receive what the answer is. Daniel had the same situation, but Daniel's problem was the devil was fighting his prayers. It took 21 days for Daniel to get the answer to his prayer. He had faith, he believed God, he trusted God, but it took 21 days. And the reason it took 21 days is because Satan was fighting. Michael up in heaven fighting the devil, trying to get the answer to Daniel. Who's fighting for you, against you to stop God from giving you the answer? See, what demon, what devil? Standing in the way of your progress, in the way of your moving forward in the things of God. Trust God and say, Father, I trust you that it will manifest in my lifetime. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, these words, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not, do not, do not lean unto your own understanding. In all of your ways, Acknowledge him. See, he keeps telling us, go back to him. He keeps telling us every verse, go back to me. Come back to me. Don't look at them. Look at me. Keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. Make the first thing the first thing. The first thing is Christ. The first thing is Christ. Keep the first thing the first thing. Keep your operative voice, your operative mind, your operative body and authority in the focus, in line with the will and the purpose of God. And in so doing, he will answer you and deliver you and give you the victory. You'll walk out in blessings. God will bless you and set you apart and make you what he wants you to be. Don't worry about what people talk about you. Don't worry about the critics. Don't worry about people running around town calling you all kind of names and saying all kind of ugly things about you. Just pray for them. They need prayer because when God put his hand on them, woo! You need to pray for your enemies because they stupid. They don't know no better. Sometimes you can fix stupid, but fool is forever. God says, do not stand in the way of what he's doing in the lives of his people. 
He says he will move you out of the way. He will take you out. He took out armies for messing with Israel. Took out armies for coming up against his people because their faith and trust was in him. You put your faith and trust in God, I guarantee you there ain't an enemy you know that can touch you, that even can identify with what God's doing in your life. They can't even begin to comprehend what God will do to them for messing with you. I've seen people come up against me, they buried and dead. Some of them family even called me to do the funeral. I asked them, are you really that stupid? God wants to bless, but it's up to us to trust him and allow him to bless in our lives. Let's wrap this up. God knows what he is doing. Everybody time to do God's work. Everybody time. I know I know the law. No, you know. The Holy Spirit uses you as a vessel and God does the work. But God, he said, what did Christ say? Upon this rock, I, that's singular, will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Don't care what you say against the church. The church, they're falling away. They're not going anymore. People done left the church. People, no, 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 no. Christ is the author and the finisher of the church. And the church is going to be here when everything else fails. Because he said before one jot or tittle in any wise fail, heaven and earth will pass away. The church is not going any place. You might go somewhere, but the church ain't going nowhere. Because the church is where they ought to be. If you ain't here and you're a part of the church, you need to get yourself together. Because the church is in place. Backsliders is out of place. Hypocrites are out of place. Sinners are out of place. But the church is in place. And don't ever forget that. Finally, he tells us, Jeremiah tells us in 29 verse number 11. For I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. God says, your faith in me allows my blessings to be poured in your life. Allow the good things to come forth into your life. Allow you to receive the things of God. Keep your faith and trust in God. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the enemy trick you into thinking. People call you with all that foolishness. And you wake up on Sunday and say, you know, I thought about that day by night. No, 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 no. You need to try the spirit by the spirit. God said, let every word be established. Let every truth come forth. If you ain't finding it in the word, you need to follow the word. It's the word that keeps us alive. The word that keeps us well. The word that keeps us going. Not what somebody tell us. God don't need people's opinion. He's God. He don't need my opinion. He's God. He's God all by himself. Who am I to say, Lord, let me give you my opinion on the subject. No, no. God don't need to hear from bishop. He don't need to hear from no apostle. Don't need to hear from no pope. Don't need to hear from the Vatican. It's all of that stuff. I turned on the TV yesterday to watch the news. And every channel had that stuff about a king on it. Not one praise given to God. Not one exaltation given to God. Everybody was praising the person. We need to be careful because God is not pleased with that. That's what got Saul in trouble. He forgot who God was. And God slapped him off the throne. See, we have to keep our faith and trust in God. No matter what you're going through, keep 
your trust in the Lord. Have faith in God. May God bless you this morning. May heaven smile upon you. Let us stand for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come this morning to give you praise and to give you glory. We thank you for this message of salvation. Have faith in God. We bless you. We praise you. We worship. Adore, uplift, and exalt you. We praise you for this assembly of your people. We praise you for all of them under the sound of my voice. And we ask you to minister to their lives and to their hearts. Let this message go forth and accomplish that for which thou hast sent it. Glorify you. We magnify, lift, and edify you. We praise you now because of who you are and for what you have done in our lives. Increase our faith, our Father, to trust and rely and depend totally upon Christ, our Lord, and our Savior. Let the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit minister to our hearts, lead and guide us day and night and keep us from all evil. We glorify you, we magnify you. Now touch everyone under the sound of my voice. Heal the sick. Deliver. Set free. Bring victory in the lives of your people everywhere. Transform lost souls. Let them ask you as Lord in their lives. Confess their sins and repent. And ask the Lord Christ assured to be Lord of their lives. To save them before yeah. it's everlasting too late. We bless you today. We praise and glorify you. We uplift and edify and magnify you for your word. All praise and glory. Yeah. We ask these blessings now in Christ Yeshua's mighty name. That all of God's people say. Yeah. Amen. God bless you today. Amen.